welcome to the Whistle Way Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with EXP Realty and Whistle Realty Group here in San Diego. My name is Brian Cochi, Media and Marketing Director with Whistle Realty Group here in San Diego. The goal of our show is to give you the tools, techniques, and tactics that you need to go out there and crush it in your business, whether that be real estate, mortgage, or really just any business out there. Uh, a couple things. We like to keep the show short, under 30 minutes. If you're anything like me, uh, you find these amazing podcasts, but they're like two hours long. And your drive to work is like 15, maybe 30 minutes long. And so you're just getting like bits and pieces and bits and pieces. Like we don't want you to listen to this in bits and pieces. We want you to listen to this thing from beginning to end every time. With it being 30 minutes, now you can consume it all in a short period of time. And and we'll talk later, but one of my widgets, but you know, with most podcast apps, you can go on there and play it at like one and a half speed. So you could take a 30 minute podcast and finish it in much less time, whatever that ends up being. 20 minutes, right? I think it's like 20 minutes it ends up being. Um, so that's the goal. Uh, and the way that we like to do this is really to answer questions that you have. Um, you can always ask us questions by going to thewhistleway.com. You can ask questions on there. Um, while there, you can also subscribe to the podcast, our YouTube channel. So if you're listening to this, you could also watch this on YouTube. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you could also listen to it on podcast. Um, you can join our Facebook group where we share a lot of the stuff that we're working on within our company and some of the sales strategies and systems and all of that fun stuff. See behind the scenes of this, like what we're doing now? Yeah, we are doing these live right now. Um, and then last, actually two more, you join our referral network uh, post-COVID. Uh, I think we got like 50% of our clients are leaving the state right now. So we got a lot of referrals to give out. So I'd love to have you be a part of our referral network. And you can find out about upcoming events that we have going on, like our Media Mayor Mastermind event, which is a 16-hour course where we go super deep into nothing but video. So it's typically a two-day live event. During COVID, we're running these as virtual events. Um, we break this down over a, a period of time. I think we might decide if we're sticking with the format or not. So we're, you'll you'll learn what the new format will be for the future one by the time today's show is over. Yeah. So, Brian, what are we going to talk about? So we're going to go over. We did this last time, and I thought it was really helpful. Um, but we're going to go over kind of our Media Mayor Mastermind that just ended. Uh, we surveyed a bunch of people. Well, we surveyed everyone that would answer. Um and kind of based on those answers and what we found, what we felt ourselves worked and didn't, we'll go through and plan for the next one. And I'd like to try and figure out when we're going to do our next one. Okay. Well, let's uh, dive into it. And so we had, what, about a 25% response rate on the survey, it looks like? Uh, we had, so far, 16 responses. Uh, uh, 62 out of Yeah, something like that. Okay. So, so 25, 30%. Okay. Yeah. That's and I've got one more text going out tomorrow. Okay. I've texted them, texted and emailed over the course of a week, five times. And I would always say, attempt two out of five, attempt three out of five. So we were getting a bunch more, more in today. Coming. Yeah, yep. okay. So what did we? Uh, what are the questions we asked? So do you want me to go question all the questions and then we go deeper into them or just one at a time? I have no idea what you asked. Right. So I'm so, gonna let you just run with it however you want. All right, so first I asked what would they get most value from? Okay. Um, and I listed all the events week one through week eight, um, titled them there. The biggest ones I see were week seven, which I knew was gonna be a big one. That's advertising and retargeting. Okay. Basically, how do we run our ads? How do we get our real estate people to see our everything East County and vice versa? Um, that one's one of my favorites. So that one was really big. Um, week three, I see a lot of, which is the build. So we talked about building the Facebook group, building the Facebook page, building the YouTube channel, the Instagram page. I think that was that, was that. yeah. Um, so that one we saw a lot of, and week five, relationships rock. 
that's how we make all of this make sense and make it all make money. Yeah, um, that part's kind of important. Yeah. And so it's funny. We're going currently in our business. We're digging in deeper and deeper and deeper into the budget. And I'm part of my job is to dig into the marketing budget. And I, I go, well, where does this fit? And then I look at our top three lead sources and I go, oh, right there, right there, right there. It's sphere. It's uh, referrals. It's what's the other one? Well, the, the, I was looking at our three branding ones. I forget. Past clients is it. Thank you. Thing. There it yeah. is. That one. Um, I was thinking that was Sphere. So that's what I see for the most part. Got the most value. Okay. Uh, we got some of them here about the podcast. Um, it's funny because in this we have agents and we have videographers. Right. And so literally one after the other, one would say like, oh, I want more videographer stuff. And one would be like, oh, I want uh, less videographer stuff. So that was interesting. So advertising and retargeting was the most beneficial. Why do you think that is? I think it, it's probably the most elusive. Um, it's, it's kind of scary and out there and they don't, I know for me, I'm like, I don't know how to do it. But once you kind of get into it and work it out, um, it, it makes sense. Also, that's how we can make sure uh, people that we want to see our videos do all this work for can actually see our videos. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I don't know if I would have expected that to be at the top, but what did you, what would you expect at the top? Um, I would have, it looks like what was number two on almost every list was shooting the show. Like what actually happens? Because I think a lot of people see like the finished product of, um, our everything East County show, but they want to know like what goes into it. So I see nobody named shooting the show as their top takeaway, but a ton of people, Put well, it as their number two takeaway. That's not necessarily how it works because it's just a checkbox. I think it's just, it's not, they're not ranking it one to 10. Oh, okay. They're just clicking, clicking, clicking. So there are a lot of shooting the show on yep. here. A lot. Okay, so this is not in order. Correct. What did you use to do this survey? Uh, attract ROI. We didn't use something that like aggregates data, puts it in charts and makes it pretty and tells no, us like how many. Because all of this now is connected with their user profile. So when okay. I want to talk to them later, I can see what they answered for the survey. So there's no way to put this all into a chart. Or we could probably take it and use some other service. Because yeah. that, that would be beneficial to see how many responses to number seven, like how many people said number one, how many number two. Because for those that are watching on YouTube, <laughs> like this does not do very well for yeah. me. Yeah, and I've got some more coming. Um, they should be getting, we should be getting more responses tomorrow. Okay. So yeah, if you guys use, like if you're doing surveys, uh, Typeform has really become our favorite of all the different survey systems out there. They have a free version and they have paid versions. And so what's cool with those is that you can take all the data in and then it'll display it in, in bar charts or pie charts or whatever kind of charts you want, which is really nice. Okay. Yeah. What's up, what's next? Um, this is which sessions did you get the least value from? Okay. So this is really nice. This one's got a bunch on it. And this one's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty minimal. So okay. that's good. Um, least value. It looks like I see a lot of week two, and week one. So week one is the intro, okay. which get it. Um, and two is getting geared up. That's about hiring a videographer, buying all the gear, all that sort of stuff. Which, unless you are a videographer, you probably don't care about if it's a fifty-five millimeter. Uh, 1.2 lens or not. Yeah. I think that's a Zeiss one. Yeah. <laughs> I, most of us don't care about that stuff. Correct. Like, as the realtor. So that would make sense. But some people do. Week two is in here. So anyways. Right. So that's the videographer yep. who answered yep. that. <laughs> that's Corey. <laughs> yep. Um, what up, Corey? 
So, and then it was interesting. Uh, we spent 30 minutes each, each week on doing the Q&A sessions. Yeah. I see it twice in what they got most value and once in least value. So it wasn't very, it wasn't talked about much in this survey. Okay. I thought that was interesting. We spent a lot of time on those. Maybe that's not necessary. Was there a specific question if yes or no, like we loved it or hated it or how would you rate the value of it for the Q&A? Um, so no. just so you guys know, those of you that are listening or watching, you have no idea what the hell we're talking about. The Media Mayor Mastermind event is typically an in-person event over two days, um, eight hours a day for two days. We go 16 full hours and we usually rent out like a mansion in you know, a really pretty part of San Diego and just go super deep. And we have breakfast, lunch, dinner, and party together for two nights. Um, and we haven't been able to do that during COVID. We've had to go virtual. And so the way that we ran this event was we did, we took that 16 hours of content. We broke it up over eight weeks and did uh, eight two-hour long sessions. And then in addition to that, we mixed in some Q&A because, you know, what we found at the live event is like during the breaks, after hours, over lunch, over breakfast, there's a lot of questions and answers that happen. So to kind of uh, give that same opportunity to people that were uh, tuning in virtually, we did some Q&A. And so, yes, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see the Q&A was, was not high on that list. But yeah. I think it's because the way that we did it, we allowed a lot of time for Q&A during the sessions. Which I really liked. Yeah. I think that worked really well. Okay. What else did we learn? Um, I asked, what do they want to see more of? Okay. Um, one, I think this was actually Dean. It was Dean said more of Tom. And we have two others that Aww. I saw podcasts. So... Dean loves Tom, so Tom that's is, great. Tom is our producer here of the yep. podcast and also uh, one of our, uh, what, are, what are their titles now? Media? M media Masters? Media guy? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Tom, Tom was voice talent when he started on in the uh, Whistle Realty Group. Um, what do they want more of? A couple people said, well, Dana, who's also a videographer, more vi content geared towards videographers. But then I also have less stuff on the next one. Um, How-tos, system walkthroughs. This person said they love the build. They could break it into a couple two-hour sessions. Um, that one we went through pretty fast because we were building Facebook, YouTube, Facebook groups. It's a lot of information. Um, someone said viewing a behind-the-scenes shoot would you do would be cool so I could wear my, neck, my neck, phone necklace. Um, and that's one thing that we try and do at the in-person event is we do a kind of one of our own so they can see exactly what we do. Yeah. Um, there was a couple of people that said they most missed, most, they missed most of the live videos, but the fact that they're recorded, they can go back and watch them later. Yeah, we built everything on, um, we built a Facebook group for the event. And then something that's kind of cool is within uh, Facebook groups now, or if you guys use Workplace, which is uh, Facebook's Slack competitor, you can build out essentially an LMS, a learning management system. And so we were able to break the eight weeks into units. And so you could go back to week number one and you could watch the video from week number one and then all of the, the checklists that went along with it or hiring guides or any of that stuff. So you could see each uh, week's worth of curriculum at a glance, which is really cool. So if you guys are um, building out your teams, if you guys are running Facebook groups, um, or ideally, if you have a big team, you're running Workplace by Facebook, which is free. You can then have all of your content and you could break it down into sections. So you could even, right, we just did week one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, but you could have buyer, seller, investor, right, relocator. Um, you could have your content and, and then break it into those groups and store it within Workplace or within Facebook groups. All right. 
Um, seeing less of. A couple type people talked about less photo and video talk. They have their some people have their own video crew. Um, less how to be a videographer photographer. We've we've learned in past we kind of have to sh shoot the spectrum because we do have videographers. We do have people that are hiring videographers. We also have people that are doing it themselves on their phone. So yes, I think I went too deep on some things, um, but I think that was great for Dana and Corey um, and Darby. Um, but I also think uh, going light, it's hard because again, in the event in person, there's a time where we split up where the videographers go with me for a morning. So it's basically four hours and the agents go with Kyle for four hours. And so that gets in more information because we didn't have that split. Uh, everyone got a, everything. Um, so I like the idea of still doing it. Um, Andy said, Brian, Brian eating less ice cream, which I already texted him. That's not a chance of happening. So, um, and then, uh, someone said they don't have plans for a podcast. So maybe there's that, but, um, they didn't say they hated it. Okay. But then you had, that's what's hard when you do events is there was multiple people who wanted more podcast stuff too. So that's where, yep. when you do these events, but that's why it's important to survey and learn how much people want that, how much people don't want that, and then figure out what you really should be including. And I think we did a pretty good job of prepping people beforehand um, with emails and uh, listing what we're going to be talking about. So if they're like, absolutely, I don't, I'm not going to do a podcast, you can just skip that session. So I think there's there's value in that too. Um, I asked, what would you like to see us add in the next section? Um, this one's, <laughs> so going deeper on systems, when someone said go less on systems. Uh, some behind the scenes content, more info on YouTube. Um, more distribution. But again, we went in that pretty deep. I don't know how I can go in. I, I literally said exactly how I do everything. And I think someone said, um, I don't know if it was in this, I read it somewhere else, but um, not necessarily more distribution, um, but exactly what they should and shouldn't do. And I struggle with that because again, it's gonna be different for Dean as it is for who has Corey, who's his videographer, versus someone else who's doing it themselves. So I have a hard time saying, do this, do this, do this. Um, but I think we can break it down in a graph. And I think we tried to explain that, but I think we can make that a little more visual. Um, so then I asked about removing in the next section. Um, more, video more videographer content. And then let remove the gear stuff. Re remove the camera stuff. So... Someone said separate into segments, one for realtors, the other for, for videographers. You could even do a day where it's like, hey, if you're a videographer, you're going on this live, or if you're a realtor, you could go on that live. And then you could do a real, just like we do at the, the live event, where you pull the guys aside, the guys and girls aside that are shooting, um, and you could go and, and show exactly how you're doing some of the editing and break down the, the gear a little bit more. Um, and, yeah, well. and then I can do more of the relationship stuff, because I would imagine the videographers don't care as much about the relationship stuff. Um, and vice versa. So that could be a good idea. As, as one of the days could just break into two. Cool. Do that next time. Um, cool. So that's that. I asked people how often they saw the session live and how often they watched the Q&A live. And averages 67% of those surveyed watched live okay. the session. 
and 42% watched the Q&A live. So again, Q&A I thought was going to be super valuable. And I, someone said like, have more time for Q&A, but we answered every question that, that popped up on the Q&A. So um, I think that, that went well. Yeah. So if you want to see those. Okay. I, I believe you. Okay. And then, then I just asked for testimonials that we, we can use for later. Um, and then anything else they'd like to share. Those are the questions I asked. Okay. It's pretty simple. So what are your overall takeaways? What do we need to do more of? What do we need to do less of? Well, I gave you all the data. Now, why don't you, uh, why don't you aggregate that? What do you think? Um, I think being from my perspective, being the agent, there were parts where I was, like, I was fucking lost. Okay. So, um, you know, having things in step-by-steps a little bit more. And even StreamYard is the service that we use to do the event, which I love StreamYard, is even having like the banners on the screen, like step one and pull that up and then like complete step one and make things like break them down more because it was like, we're going here and here and here and here. And it, I was getting really confused. And okay. so if it was just broken down more step by step, all right, so step one is this, step two is this like, and I know that there's some guides and stuff where like, all right, we'll send this later, but like having something where I could follow along a little bit more. Um, I think would help. I think okay. that that could be beneficial for sure. Do you think um, it'd be important to maybe upload all the guides at once so people can download them and kind of look well, through them? I think it would be good to give the guides out in advance okay. as opposed like before the event versus after. So that way, as you're showing it, they have it in front of them so that they could work through it. And now when you're like, all right, so we're going to do this and this and this, I visually see that in front of me as you're doing it. And so now I'm kind of following along as it's happening because without that, I was lost. Okay. And again, I mean, you and I have done this for five years and I still was getting lost. So for people that are just starting, I can only imagine how that felt, right? Okay. I could, I could imagine getting completely lost in it. So I think just a little bit more step-by-step step, literally for everything, like as we're, we're working with more virtual assistants right now and, and what we're learning is it's like, you've got to have both a video and a SOP or a step-by-step -step guide in addition to the video. Cause one is like, tell me what to do. And then that's what the, the SOP or the step-by-step -step is. But then the video is show me how to do it. So I think having the video and the step-by-step -step of everything becomes really, really beneficial. Cool. Um, so I think that would be huge. The, the Q and A, it didn't surprise me, the people that came on. I mean, we have our EXP downline, we have uh, 2,000 people in our group at EXP, and we invite them all to come on to a Q&A every week. And the attendance is so low. Like, it really, you know, what I've learned is that some people sometimes are intimidated to go on stuff like that because they don't want to get on and not have a question, mm -hmm. right? Even we do some coaching within our uh, within Whistle Realty Group, and we open it up for, like, all of our independent agents to hop on. We have 20 independent agents within our group. And any given week, there's, like, three so do you think we do so sometimes people get intimidated by it um so i don't know how to make it better I, I would love to find out how to make q a's better but i think you know some of the people i've surveyed they're intimidated going to q a if they don't have a specific question like some people are they'll just get on there and creep right and just listen but some people feel like that's creepy to just get on and not have something to say so um i think you know what could be good is maybe have in advance people ask questions like hey get your questions in by thursday and then we could say like all right we're going to do q a here's the 10 questions we're going to answer today so now they don't feel like there's pressure to ask questions 
they can feel like they just get to hear the answers to those questions or something. I don't know. But I, Q&A is a struggle. Yeah. In my head, like if Chris Lindahl or Gary Ashton or Justin Haver, some of these guys that are selling, Greg Harrelson, these guys that are selling 2,000 homes a year, if they're like, hey, we're going to do a live q and I'm fucking on there. I don't, I don't even know what my question is going to be in advance, but if I can, I'm getting on there. Like last week, I got invited to go to a, a mastermind in Arizona with like with Gene Frederick and Rob Flick and Brent Gove, like some of the biggest guys in EXP. I didn't know what I was going for, but I'm like, if I can get in a room with those guys, I'm going. Yeah. And we'll, we'll see what happens. Like, but, other, but that's different. I, I, the data there, the data with our, our weekly Q&As shows me that people are intimidated by Q&As. So maybe finding some other way. If you're listening or watching this, you have some ideas um, of how we can get some interaction, but to where people don't feel like they're pressured to ask questions. Uh, we're all ears. I'm kind of, I'm open on how to make that better, but it's not just our event. It's everything. Yeah. People are just intimidated. They don't want to be put on the spot and be like, they don't want to be on, even if it's on a zoom or whatever, they don't want to be like, Hey Thomas, what, what about you? And Thomas is like, God, I'm just sitting here playing with cats. I don't, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> right. Like, um, they don't want to be put in that position. Yeah. So how do we sense. avoid people feeling like they're put on the spot where they could just feel like they're just hanging out casually. But that's, what's cool about doing it in a house. We're all just hanging out around the fire pit. Right. And it's easier to have that casual conversation. Absolutely. Um, what yeah. else? Um, I, I think going out and doing a shoot, doing a field day would have been good. Like there's definitely some feedback on that. Multiple people said they would like that. So when we do the live event, we typically shoot an episode at the house. We yep. even shot episodes of the podcast at the house. Um, so, you know, doing something where we actually go out in the field. And I mean, there's three of you guys now. So you, you know, one person could just be a behind the scene, behind the scenes person just filming everything that's happening. Yeah, that that'd be, be fun. Beneficial. I'd like to do that. That's yeah. been something that I've been wanting well, to do well, for a while. Let's do it. So next shoot we do, let's do it. We'll give it to everybody who was on, who was in the first round of this event. We'll make that available to all of them since cool. there were definitely people who wanted that. So cool. we'll just throw a little bonus episode in there. What about you? Um, I need to make sure that I want to build it all in the beginning now that we have kind of a timeline um, build it all up front. I kind of, now I know kind of the cadence of when do I want to send the text? When do I want to send the email? What do I want to have in it? I was kind of doing it one by one and week by week and going, okay, what are we doing next week? Now that we know that I want to kind of build it all, spend a day and a half on the computer, just building out, okay, this is the, all the emails and the text campaigns and this is the follow up and that sort of stuff. So that's one of the things that obviously if you were at the event noticed you were getting text sometimes in weird spots and that was me learning my new system. So, um, but building it all in advance, I think can really streamline that process. Yeah. Um, one more that I have, I think we should do them in the mornings. I feel like by the afternoon people are so like, I mean, just getting the energy to do it late in the day. I know it was hard on our end. Right. I mean, if you, if any of you guys were part of it, you realize Brian was eating ice cream every time and I was taking down some cheesecake just to get a little sugar rush um to to have the energy i think if we did it earlier the brain is you know has a little bit more capacity at the beginning of the mm -hmm. day um so i think doing them earlier would have been better do we like the two hours eight weeks yeah i think any more than that your head would explode so i i did like that, that or do been we do two hours and were, do it twice a week it would have been good if those were survey questions um but it's okay um, we could throw polls up still. It's okay. I mean, there was, there was a lot of questions I already asked. So, yeah. um, 
you ask a lot of open-ended questions, which is good because you get open-ended responses, but there's more like specifics I would love to know. Um, I don't know if spreading it over eight weeks, two hours a week, or if people could handle more in a week. I don't know. But two hours was I mean, good but because by the time two hours is done, like that was a lot of content. So I like that it gave people some time to digest it all. And part of it is you don't have four hours each week that I can schedule something in. So Yeah, let's we'll just stick with it. Um, all right. And yeah, then nothing but time. What's, when are we doing the next one? So this episode is being recorded on August the 3rd. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> what's that? I have a feeling you're like, I don't know. Let's start in two weeks. Well, you, uh, you, you've got some life changes that are coming soon. I know. Brian's got a baby on the way. I do. Boy, I saw your beautiful pregnant wife here in the office earlier. Mm-hmm. We had an OB appointment. Yeah. It's been fun because I can't go to the hospital at all. I can't go to participate in anything. So it's been a it's been an experience. Yeah. It's been it's not been an experience really for me. Which kind of sucks. Um, you know, Tom Ferry's got his summit, which is a big event for everybody, and that's at the beginning of September. Um, so I would think we need to wait a week or two after that before we could fire because people's brains are going to be spun coming out of that. Yep. So I would say mid-September. No. You can do this from home. Not legally. If I take time off, I can't. If I do paid family leave, I can't do it. How long are you going to take off? Three weeks. Okay. Well, whenever your three weeks is up. Our next one will be three weeks after Brian has his baby. (laughs) There's the answer. We'll figure that out. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> okay. I'm glad it was that not like, oh, I don't know. Let's just sign it up now and go. Cool. All right. Cool. Cool. Well, the way we like to finish this show is to talk about something we call the whistle widget of the week. This is something that we're utilizing in our business. It saves us time, makes us more money, or just helps us have more fun. Brian, what do you got for us today? So uh, I, Sticky notes. Okay. Sticky notes. Yeah, those are good. I, this is a new tool I just started using, so I forgot. I didn't want to forget what it was called. Um, this is where I'm focusing more on Google My Business. We're utilizing, um, we're uploading photos and doing posts really to help us rank in when people are searching um, organically. And so this little tool I learned from the guys over at YLopo that it did a couple webinars and it's called GeoImager Pro is the one we use. It's 10 bucks a month. And what you can do is you can um, upload a photo to this website and then find a address on a map, and then you can add that address, that geo image or that geo tag, to that property. So especially in Google My Business, where they're map based, um, the fact that they, you're, they're seeing you upload video or photos in the areas that you serve really helps your ranking. So utilizing that for all of our property photos, all of our um, agent photos we upload, that sort of stuff, to really help give us a more specific area that we cover uh, on our business beautiful yeah google my business if you guys aren't dabbling in it you should um our friends over at ylopo have put some really good content out about google my business so if you're looking for something where you maybe don't have a big budget right now but you have some time i would put some time into google my business um my widget this week is a um Something I never thought I'd be into. I've always been a big fan of these big over-the-ear headsets, Bluetooth headsets, and they're and they're pretty rad. Um, but then I I got a pair of AirPods from Apple, and I thought those were cool. Um, and I got a pair of AirPod Pros, and I thought those were cool. But honestly, my favorite Bluetooth headphones are not really made for working in an office. They're made for exercising, but they are the 
Beats by Dre, um, the Beats Pro Beats, I think they're called. Um, but these are made for working out, but I love these for a couple of reasons. Um, one is they hook over the ear. They don't have to go in the ear. And so it's very when, 1996. Yeah. It's like old school, but I love <laughs> them. And so when you're not using them, you could just pop them out of your ear. They can stay on your ear. You don't have to like put them in your pocket like you do with the regular AirPods and then you lose them or crush them. So when they're, you know, hanging over your ear, you just pop it out and push it up and then you can hear normal, which I like. But more importantly than anything, even the new AirPod Pros, it costs like, I don't know, $250 or something like that. There's no freaking volume control. Hmm. And that's such a, a miss by Apple because the volume control is so important because you get on a call with one person and they're super loud and over the top. And then you get on the call with the next person and they're quiet as a mouse. And if you've got regular AirPods, now you're trying to pull your phone out of your pocket. Yeah, your Apple your Watch. Purse. You can turn it up there. Yeah, but it's still, it's a pain. And now you're trying to like adjust the volume where these actually have a volume control on them. Um, the audio quality has been great. The video or the uh, the microphone has been great. The video yeah, quality, yeah, it's stunning. <laughs> yeah, it's stunning. Um, and m- more importantly than anything, is the battery lasts like six hours on these, where a regular set of AirPods is like half of that. Um, even the AirPod Pros don't get the same kind of battery life. So um, the the new Beats Pro wireless, something like that. How much that. are they? I don't know. Dude, these things, you can get them cheap, too. Like, I think I got these refurbished for, like, 100 bucks. Um, right. You just put the new earpieces on them, and who cares whose ears they've been in before you. But some of you might be weird about that. But I like the Beats um, headphones as opposed to the AirPods. These are my favorite. Cool. All right. I think we went a little long on this one because yep. we didn't have a timer, but it's cool. Hopefully, we stayed under 30 minutes. Hopefully, you guys got value out of the show today. Again, if you guys have questions you want to have us answer on a future episode of the show, go to thewhistleway.com. You can ask questions there, join our Facebook group, find out more about the systems and uh, structure and all that stuff we're using in our office. You can join our referral network. So when we have sellers leaving California, we can send them your way. Subscribe to the podcast, the YouTube channel, and find out about our next Media Mayor Mastermind, which is going to happen three weeks after Brian has his baby. That's right. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the show today. Thank you so much for tuning in. See you guys.